welcome back to a new episode of Hit Point Pals. It's been a while. My <laughs> my Echo Dot just activated. Okay, it didn't say anything. <laughs> Take I don't three. Know why I did that. Everything in the house. I'm, I'm just gonna keep. I'm just gonna keep going. Um, okay. I'm your host, Travis Lean. I'm joined today by many people. Uh, let's see. We have Cam Call. Hey. We have Rebecca Markley. Hi, friends. Uh, Caleb Warwick is here. Present. And Hoel Alamon. Hey, y'all. And we're going to start things off with a new segment that we're calling Patch Notes. And uh, I'll just start off with a, a critical bug called the coronavirus. <laughs> and in response to this, there's no fix yet. So a restriction that has been implemented is um, group event restrictions. People are no longer allowed to congregate in public spaces and are strongly discouraged from being with one another in groups in private places. I think, Hoel, you have a little bit more information uh, in your locale. Yeah, definitely. So as the uh, U.S. server is currently freaking out over this bug, the local admins here in in Washington are just sent out a a mass email telling everyone that we, as a faction, have to bunker down. And uh, it's currently been six days since I've seen the sun, and we hope that uh, things will get better oh, here soon. I screwed up. Cam, you said you wanted to go first, and I never moved it in the document, so I just read right through it. <laughs> oh, right. no. Does it's it okay. still no. work? Should we just keep going? Yeah, just keep going. It's fine. Just, just keep going? Oh, man. Days. This is off to a great start. Anyway, how, <laughs> how, has, so well. how has everyone been holding out with the new social distancing and all that? It's great. It's great. <laughs> oh, that sounds really to talk convincing. To people. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I guess I'll go first since I said something. Um, honestly, it's weird, super weird. I lost my job for two weeks, um, so that kind of sucks. But um, I'll be fine through it, hopefully. And hopefully, it's just until April 1st, like Washington State said. And I, I mean, I, I. Bought a bunch of groceries, I guess. Can I be very honest? I think it's going to be a lot longer than that. I hope it's not. I, I 100% agree. I just, like, have I, you I, I, applied for temporary unemployment? Yeah, I did that ASAP. Even my work was like, you should do that. Okay, yeah. because, because like, why just pay us? Because there's usually like a waiting week where you don't get any sort of uh, support, and then I'm sure because like everybody and their grandmother is going to be applying for unemployment um it's gonna take so, them a really long time to get through all of the applications yeah. before yeah, we sat down ASAP, fortunately i was i was listening to jay inslee address the state and he said they had gotten rid of the one week waiting period so that's good oh wow oh, awesome. well that's great and then for Go some Washington. reason he started talking about basketball he was like <laughs> i talked to my old basketball coach and there was a picture of me in the room and it looked like a guy was shooting the basketball over my head and i didn't do a good job of blocking it and i don't think that's what happened why is he just jay inslee said this? this jay inslee said this oh i thought you Dude. were talking about yourself i don't know no this I is no I'm, I'm he's like no, all right one week what period jay is over saying. Uh, when I played basketball in high school, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's that's I mean, what happened. He's that's trying what to happened. appeal to his constituents to try to like I don't know. Yeah, you got to figure really out what was going on. Went mm-hmm. over those single issue basketball voters. Mm-hmm. I mean, they did. Well, we need to get the, the Sonics NBA back. Season. You know, we've had. We just got to get the Sonics back. We use this oh, as an boy. opportunity to get the Seattle Sonics back as an NBA team. Jay Inslee After. secretly created the coronavirus to win back the Seattle Sonics. <laughs> you win them back. That's right. 
It's been too long, Oklahoma City. All right, you win. Seattle gets our team back. You lose, Oklahoma. You get to keep it. Other social distancing experiences, I guess, for me, I've just been... Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> I, I like opened it up and then closed it immediately. <laughs> um, uh, sorry if my audio is weird. I'm trying to like adjust my levels on the fly. But um, I, we were all we were all sent home from the um, from 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 the production house that I work at. So I am now um, if I have to edit anything, um, doing it remotely using like video proxies and uh vpn stuff which has been fun for everyone else to figure out it sounds like um i got a i got an email or we got we everyone got an email that said you can't remote into your work computer if your work computer was turned off before you <laughs> left which i thought was kind of obvious but i guess i don't know um yeah it's been very weird also we don't have any like of because i i do video editing for a company that does events and we don't have any events to put on so there isn't really anything to work on right now so i've just been sort of uh chilling in a like relaxing way and i'm like very fortunate that i'm still getting paid too it's not like we were sent home and aren't being paid or anything but um i did read that i guess one in five americans were laid off yeah this week, which is bad that's Already. bad that's not good Jeez. Yeah, I know. And we've only just like half started. of my friends here that I know of were either yeah laid off or just a less defined version of jobless. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's pretty yeah. bad here, and I assume Portland and the Northwest in general is just slightly ahead of the curve. Yeah, I think one of the worst the things the I saw about it too was that there's some people who like technically aren't laid off, so when they try to apply for unemployment they can't because apparently they're they're still employed but just for like zero hour work weeks Oregon you can still there's like a there's like multiple reasons for you to get unemployment and not being on the schedule is one of them Um, so I don't know how it is in other states but if you like don't get enough hours you can apply for assistance and it's just like i think i don't know if it's exactly unemployment it might be like employment assistance or something like that like i don't know because like i'd have um self-employment assistance which is not the same as unemployment i don't know why i still just call it unemployment but you know it's great they always try to come up with these like quote-unquote technical terms when it's in reality, you're not making any money, so you know. So we're gonna that's give unemployment. You some. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Gotta love words to make things look prettier than they really are. Exactly. Zero hour worker. What the fuck is a zero hour worker? <laughs> like, come on, that's such bullshit. It is. But you know, this quarantine thing has been like super rough on like mental state. I think just like socializing with y'all has been like keeping me going because my typical day-to-day would be wake up around 7 leave at like 9 a.m and get home at like 10 p.m and now oh, it's this like guy's a social butterfly over at school wow. <laughs> just I talking just... to strangers the entire time yeah <laughs> truly like that, that's NPC how it goes <laughs> within six feet if just, within six I feet for you. on each other oh gotta love that infection um let me get that for you wipes face but yeah no uh going from just like 
being out and seeing different faces every day to having only seen my parents for the last week. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's been a fun time. Yeah, I'm in a similar boat, kind of. I don't know. I work from home, and most of the time, it is just me in the house with the two cats, and I love it. It's great. I don't think it's very isolating. I don't get lonely, um, but it's been a really, really big adjustment having people around me constantly. Oh, God. And, you know, like I don't blame anybody in particular, but... Um, Except... It's just... <laughs> It's just really challenging. It's a, it's an adjustment period that I am not enjoying. Um, yeah, not that fun. Sounds rough. I feel bad for you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, shit. like I can imagine just like being already used to being quote unquote self isolated, and then having you know people around you constantly for who knows how long it's gonna be. Yeah, that's like the biggest. That's like my biggest concern right now is just like how long is this going to happen? Like, am I just gonna wait until like the lease ends and then I'm just gonna be like, okay, well, this has been not a fun time. See you later. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. Probably not. I'll probably get over myself in a little bit once I reach some like critical breaking point where like deciding to be uncomfortable with it is just not tenable because it's not mm -hmm. so i'll just you know squish yeah. that bug and let it go <clears throat> but yeah. one, of the, one of the weird things with like my job too in this kind of situation um like you know it sucks that i lost my job for two weeks and probably more but like they were doing like absolutely everything they could to stay open like everything possible like oh we got we got these like specialized people in seattle that are specialized in like cleaning gyms and stuff and when you said that to, to me i that that just didn't sound real that didn't sound and we have an elite team of special cleaners sounds, is what it sounded like to me dystopian <laughs> as hell it doesn't sound real it's it's just corporate it's just corporate talk to like try mm. to make it sound as official as possible to your workers when like it doesn't mean anything you know are they like cleaning like, technicians or something like that? Well, realistically, it, what he was saying was that there uh, are people that are in the company selling products to people in Seattle. And they were just like literally hustle. asking questions about <laughs> the gyms and how they're treating it in Seattle. So then, yeah, they come back and they're like, all right, so we're only going to we're going to keep all the gyms open because um, it's not more than 250 people. All right, we're going to keep all the gyms open because it's not more than 50 people. All right, we're going to keep all the gyms open because it's not. We're only going to let 10 people in. Oh, no. <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> that last one, that was not true, but oh, okay, um, I know some people I were mean, coming to I went the case. to I went to a GameStop uh, just yesterday, actually. Yeah, that's another thing I heard. Mm -hmm. Sorry, continue. Though. And so I, I pull up and there's just paper like just like it's the same yellow paper. <laughs> um. It's everywhere, like on on all the windows and like everywhere inside the store. And so like I go up and read it because, you know, wonder what this yellow paper is. And it's very much saying it's like including the the employees inside. We are limiting the people inside the store to 10 people and like walking into the store. There was tape on the ground for if there was a line, you had to stand at these little X's. So you would still be like six feet away from each other. 
Wow. I like how I, that's absolutely hilarious to me mm-hmm. because regardless, if somebody had that virus, someone else is going to get that in that situation. Like oh, yeah. it doesn't matter if you're six feet away. It doesn't matter. You're going to come in contact with them mm-hmm. somehow. Like they're still going to breathe. Like, yeah. Feel it's like you're surface, still breathing yeah. the same air in the same room that someone with the virus could have had. So it's like, just close it down if you're that like, like, I don't know. I know for a fact they're trying to keep it open because oh, they two special releases that are coming out two days. Oh, yeah. That have been hyped up for like in a year now. And so it's just like worse timing for them. Yeah. <laughs> but, and like the cashier very much had like gloves on when I went to go talk to him as well. Like he was very hesitant to like give me a receipt as well. Just like I feel bad huh. for him. Like he's stuck wow. in there. That's so they weird. I like, went to the post office yesterday and it was just like pretty lawless. And they're like, the, the, the people. <laughs> lawless? Like the, the, yeah, the people pay- are waving their six shooters around. <laughs> <laughs> um, Everyone's wearing cowboy hats. Yeah, they replace the doors with like those swinging middle Swinging saloon doors. Yes. When you walk in, everything's creaking. Everybody turns around and looks at are just you. everywhere. Yeah. Um, Sorry, Rebecca. There were a lot, like the 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 patrons who were using the, the the post office were doing a pretty good job, like giving people like well big spaces between each other. There were only like five people in there, but um, the the post workers, the postal people, in doing the in the doing the mail, doing the mail, <laughs> they were touching their faces. They were like not wearing gloves. It was just like very much. They were all up in each other's space where they were like trying to find new stamps. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, God, there's going to be like an outbreak in the U.S. Postal Service. And like all these like really cute old people who work in the post office and are really sweet are all going to die. Um one thing I noticed about this virus is that like so I live in like a small like older town you know a lot of old people live in this town in Prosser of course um, for the people listening Prosser is in Washington it's like this really old wine town like farm wine town anyways there's a lot of older people that I talked to like before the like huge like pandemic of shutdown and everything they're like oh I'm not worried about it like who cares like it's not gonna affect us in any way and they were just all saying like who cares everyone's freaking out who cares who cares I'm not it's not gonna affect me and then I just kept seeing it build up and then some guy straight up came up to me and said oh I knew like three people who had it and they're already recovered from it and stuff I was like there's no fucking way <laughs> there's impossible. no way like, people are just trying to one up no each way. other with like how little they mm-hmm. care Oh my yeah, God. and then like watch, they're gonna get it, and I, then be the end of the world. I will yeah. say one of the weirdest things I've ridiculous. seen come up out of all this is people flexing how little they care. Like people oh, yeah, purposefully going to like Look a at beach. Florida right now. Oh, God. they're having a fucking huge spring break right now. Huge spring break. Like, have you seen how many people are there? Mm. It's yeah. it's like those every. I guarantee every like a huge percentage of those people are gonna get sick, and then. Like all hell's gonna break loose because of that. <laughs> Just in Florida, though. No, like, but I mean, who, who really didn't expect that? Though? It seems yeah, fitting but... that Florida is gonna be the cause of our demise. Yeah, we oh, always God. knew that, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like we knew it in, before this even. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. It's just, it's just really funny to see like. They kind of remind me of like flat earthers or like climate yeah. change deniers. So. They probably are, so I'm just going to kind of... I was going to say, like, there's a decent chance that they are one or both of those things as well. Mm-hmm. As long as you guys are doing 
good and staying safe and staying healthy. You know, that's all I care about. Of course, the people listening to this too, so. Have you guys had any issues getting groceries or anything? Kind of. I went to Costco on Monday and it was just, we just legitimately needed some food and stuff. Yeah. You know, we go every couple months or whatever and it was really, really busy. I mean, really busy, but not like insane. Like I've I've certainly been to Costco when it's been more busy. But uh, yeah, they were out of a lot of stuff. Um, Didn't need to buy any toilet paper, although I like had already needed some not too long before this, and I had to order it online. But Costco does let you do that, so that's nice. If you have a Costco membership, that's a pro tip. I didn't know that until pretty recently. And you can still get your membership benefits if you log in with your card. Right. (laughs) So last night they actually posted up on like the Tri City subreddit. Our local Costco has two big whiteboards that actually says like what's out of stock. Yeah, they had that when I went mm-hmm. here in Portland as well. I actually I That's didn't nice. need it. They were out of two things that I actually needed. But That's, chicken thighs that sounds crazy. Yeah. Chicken thighs. Yeah, the chicken, there was no chicken anywhere in the store. It was <laughs> insane. Ooh. Which is like I don't know if anyone listening has been to a Costco recently. They have like I mean hundreds of pounds of chicken out mm-hmm. on display and I have to assume at least that much in back stock if not way more so I was pretty surprised <laughs> to see just nothing whatsoever because that means people are buying you know the obvious stuff you know the boneless skinless breast meat the bone in skin on thighs the thigh fillets but then also like the wings and like other stuff dumb parts of a chicken that like you're not gonna like who's buying all the fucking chicken wings are you just gonna have like a mock super bowl party while you wait out the coronavirus it's fucking like i was amazed that people were buying these like dumb specialty cuts and there's like plenty of beef and pork too so i don't really know what was going on with that that's really funny weird I, I I can know. I was talking to Jessica about the lack of meat. She went to like three Fred Meyers and they were all out of meat. Um, Fred Meyers is just what we call Kroger here. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, it's different in Oregon? I thought that was just like... It's different in just a lot the of Northwest. places. Fred Meyers, oh. yeah, is a Northwest store, but it's it was bought by Kroger a while ago. Yeah, so um, at Freddy's, yeah, she went to three <laughs> different Freddy's and they were like all out of meat. And I just like thought it was funny because like I was just like imagining all of the people who like never ever cook for themselves being like, oh, I gotta get all this like meat <laughs> so I can like live. Imagining all these panicky like middle aged people eating this like uh-huh. dry unseasoned chicken, yeah. oh, <laughs> waiting for the virus to blow over. The aisle is just full. Yeah, like think about yeah. like there's so much chicken because like oh they're gonna need it. I'm fortunate my protein. grandparents. They send me and my family uh, an entire like half a cow and a pig every year. Nice. I mean, like right through um, the middle. What? No, it's all frozen. It's all frozen oh, okay. beef. Yeah, just the like, the actual half a cow, and then they have to put cows yeah. <laughs> I just like picturing like half a cow being like towed into my garage or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Oh god. No, but um, so I'm like always stocked, but like the thing is, I don't like beef or pork. (laughs) So like, that's the worst. It's it's it's, you know, it's like the scenario. If it really comes to it, of course I'll eat it. It's like it's kind of just like anything. Like if you're starving, like you're gonna eat anything you can. You'll resort to eating beef if you're starving. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 
No, if I'm like really hungry and there's like nothing else, then I'm like, all right, fine. But I usually only eat chicken or like turkey. So it kind of sucks that like that, like it's been, it's been prevalent around here too. Like everyone's like getting chicken and shit for no reason. Everything else is like fine. <laughs> Even the hand soap's fine. Just saying like nobody's oh, wow. picking up the hand soap or Just anything. the chicken. Just the chicken, they're getting their gross hands on the chicken and then getting all that toilet paper to shit it out, I guess. <laughs> Do you think they're confused and they're washing their hands with the chicken? If it's the people from Florida, yeah. <laughs> they're washing their hands with the chicken? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. I will say twice, uh, kind of like Walmart did run out of hand soap, so at least they're competent in that way. Okay. That's, at least that's, some of them that's are, good. yeah. Yeah. What if this, like, creates an endless cycle of people needing hand soap and, like, or hand sanitizer and, like, toilet paper? Like, everyone just keeps bulk buying in case it happens again, so it just keeps repeating the cycle. I don't think so. I think people are going to be pretty happy if when this ends, and so we're going to be going towards any kind of normalcy when mm -hmm. we have the opportunity well nothing's are normal uh, when houses start getting teepeed again yes <laughs> back to the good old days back to the good old days the yeah. people that like hoarded the toilet paper are gonna look back on their 16 rolls of extra toilet paper they didn't use and be like oh fuck <laughs> what are we gonna do with this there's only one thing to do now <laughs> i got some toilet paper today i sort of needed it um, yeah, uh -oh. well, that had, was the I problem. Had, was like I, I had just six we, rolls. We happened to need it, like right as the yeah. first panic hit Oregon. Yeah, but I had I had some groceries delivered from Walmart because I didn't because there was like no availability for pickup, and I didn't want to go in the store with the people who could be sick. So I had them the delivered. People. There were several things that they just didn't bring me, like bread and milk and <laughs> cheese, but everything else came. Oh. Oh. Did you still pay for it? No, no, okay. no. If it's out of stock, they just. Um, they just get rid of it. They just take it off of your cool. receipt. Um, yeah, I guess unless anyone has any more thoughts on I mean, I still have to world, go to work, which has been yeah. pretty weird. So I work right. in like a food testing laboratory, so I imagine oh. that'll be one of the last things that gets shut down because it's part of the, the food safety supply chain. It's very surreal going to work these days. There's you have to make really... sure people didn't touch the chicken. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's not Touch. really any traffic. Uh, I've also just today actually started working the early morning shift at work because we're trying to split it into like early morning and, you know, afternoon and evening shifts. So there's less contact between those of right. us that do need to be there. So between, you know, driving to work by, you know, six in the morning and everybody being quarantined, I, I see maybe like, you know, 10 cars on the road in the morning, which is really spooky in Portland because this is a pretty long drive for me. And it's usually not bad traffic, but constant traffic. Uh, being at work is weird, too, because about half of everyone's working from home. So just the lab is really empty. We've had people. Someone today actually had to go home because they had symptoms. Oh. So that's not great. Uh, they also have just kind of, they've instituted kind of a shitty PTO policy for people, which like, it sounds bad because I'm like complaining about PTO, which I know a lot of people don't have, but, uh, I feel like, cause you are part of the supply chain, you know, seems like extra important it seems extra that important people can take off time and not fuck up this like one important aspect of it. Yeah, definitely. So 
Yeah, I don't feel great about that, but I don't know. I guess I'll keep going to work, and I mean, I'm still thankful that I have work to go to, I guess, but it's still, it's pretty weird. I have a lot of mixed feelings about what's going on as far as my work is related. That is really strange, though, not gonna lie. Uh, I haven't gone down to the Strip myself, but people have been sharing images of the Las Vegas Strip just devoid of people. Wow. That would be pretty neat to go and just like walk around. It would be with yeah. just no one Let's there. Take some photos. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I was gonna Maybe. say you should take like a get a camera or something if you have one, and then just like take a bunch of pictures of empty Las Vegas. Yeah, take a this bunch of selfies and become an influencer. Yeah, to take yeah. Pictures I know, like that'd this. be really interesting because I've been working on a chat book about um, sort of like Americana rituals. Travis so like if you do Mm -hmm. want to go to the strip and take pictures of like the empty strip I would be super excited to see those because I think the whole chat book is sort of being reframed to like this sort of big disruption of Americana rituals and what we can do and what we can't do now that we're in this like weird space so that was just a weird segue I'm sorry for diverting Actually, everybody it was a great segue oh, no, was because one of the things we're not allowed to do is watch sports oh right. yeah leads into yep. my patch note which is uh, a long anticipated balance change to the NFL mm. uh the Patriots are getting nerfed Tom Brady announced that uh he will be ending his football career with the Patriots and I don't believe any anyone has confirmed where he's going, but uh, you I know, just goes th- to show he... we are living in really unprecedented times, and you really <laughs> know, you never know what's mm-hmm. going to happen next. Um, I thought I saw something. I don't know if it was um, confirmed or not, but it looked like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I saw that too. That's what I saw. But that was uh, yeah, I think that was just the word on the street. That was just rumored. It, it may be confirmed oh. by now. I saw that this morning as well. Um, Tom Brady is signed with Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, there we yep, go. It's it's true. Wow. I forgot that was a full <laughs> like Buccaneers are going to like kiss their kids on the lips now. <laughs> <They're> so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's Florida, so we've already established that, like, who the fuck knows what's going on down there. Nope. Yeah, I, I remember because, like, one of my buddies, um, one of his favorite teams, the Buccaneers, and I always forget that team exists. Yeah, I mean, because... why would you ever remember? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, like, he's like, fuck yeah, we get Tom Brady. I'm like, what? <laughs> I forgot that's a team. Holy shit. I wonder how that's going to impact the football. Um, well, first of all, it's like Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to be remembered again. <laughs> yeah, everyone's going to remember they exist. They'll at least be talked about in sports media because Tom Brady himself will attract a bunch of attention. Yeah. That, that exact same thing happened with the Cleveland Browns. Uh, arguably the worst logo and the worst <laughs> teams in the NFL. What is a brown? Their logo is the, the, the Cleveland the Browns. Founder. That's their name. It, their logo is a... Uh, an orange An orange helmet. helmet. It's not <laughs> even brown. <laughs> so it's, there's um, not even like an animal or something? No, no, it's no, the, it's just there's the some orange guy whose helmet. last name was Brown founded the team, so they're the Cleveland Browns. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I, like everything about this team is stupid. <sighs> and they're from Cleveland. that they never win. Yeah, and they're like... Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> they won their first game, I think it was like two years ago, and the entire city of Cleveland was like celebrating... <laughs> and it was like a Super Bowl type celebration, which was absolutely hilarious to me. That's amazing. I love, it was so like, I love when it, people no, no, ride it, it over is. sports. It was, honestly, 
It was like yeah. their first like official win in like 49 weeks or something. Wow. Or like a long time. And everyone was just like freaking out, like holy shit! Imagine being the team that lost, <laughs> right? <laughs> There's riots in both cities, but for different reasons. Uh-huh. Shame. shame. There's a shame, shame riot riots. and a pride riot. <laughs> All of the NFL players in that team. I don't even remember who. Was. I think it was like the Jaguars or something they lost to. Yeah. Yeah, but anyways, that's we're not gonna hear the end of this Tom. We're never gonna hear the end of Tom Brady um, until he dies <laughs> from soon. some wacky disease because of his like weird lifestyle, mm-hmm. or yeah. if he lives to be five hundred. I mean, either I could really see either one happening. Does he have a weird lifestyle? Does Probably. Tom Brady have a weird? Oh my god! NFL, like, I mean, with all those yes, wins, NFL quarterbacks always to. have weird lifestyles. Tom, like, no, no, no. Tom Brady have... is on a whole of like. I encourage all of you to look, just like Google, like what does Tom Brady eat or something along those lines. Not right now. Oh yeah, is he, is he when like we're Papa done, John? No, when we're done, look it up. Uh, you, yeah. What is Tom Brady up to today? That's a new series. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I actually just looked it up right now. What uh, is this? Fruits and vegetables, meat, fishing <laughs> seafood, oh, legumes. What? That's not funny. That's, that's I not know. Okay. It just says the Tom Brady diet encourages you to eat the following minimally processed and foods. And they just list foods? <laughs> and then he, so it's like fruits and vegetables, meats. Fish and seafood, whole this grains, all legumes. Food. That's what yeah, I eat. Yeah, it's just regular food. <laughs> and then TB12 products and yeah. supplements. Well, that's not true. We did eat, like, dino nuggets yesterday. Oh, I did eat a lot <laughs> of dino nuggets yesterday. I don't know. That kind of sounds unhealthy to me. I'm on the Tom Brady diet, so I'm only going to be <laughs> Shut eating... Shut up. Um, I'm going to be only eating uh, fish and legumes today. <laughs> and then my TB12 you products and supplements. You want dino nuggets, and you know it. Oh, God, I would want dino nuggets so badly Yeah, right that now. was one of the things I was able to get at Costco, was dino nuggets. Nice. He starts with 20 ounces of water with electrolytes that are fruit smoothie. I don't want to hear this. I don't yeah, want to right. hear yeah. this. This is not good, this is this is not good content. I know. I don't give a shit about what Tom Brady eats. What the fuck? Probably eats like embryo or some shit. I don't know. Probably. Jesus. All Adrenochrome. right. All right. Moving Whoa. on. I'm going to call it there. barely heard that. We have a few. Anyways. We have a few more things to talk about, but we'll, we'll, we'll wrap up patch notes. We'll take a break. We'll come back after the break and we'll keep talking. All right, we're back. Um, I hope everyone is enjoying the new format. I think the last time we did a Hit Point Pals episode was in, I want to say December. Does that sound right? I think so. And Will was here, and then we we did some other experimental stuff. We did some lore moments. Um, oh, yeah. And then, because cool. uh, we weren't sure... We weren't sure where, where people would be, and then Will went off to South Africa, where he remains to this day. <laughs> wasn't planned. He just went there. Possibly, like, definitely. Yeah. yeah. He slept one yeah, night, and he, he woke up in there. Didn't tell us. Just one day, he was like, hey, guys, I'm in South Africa. <laughs> and we were like, all right, well, I guess we got to figure out what to do with the podcast. And, and then, so we have, our, we have our other companion podcast, Motion Picture Pals, which has been going, it's been really fun. It's been going really well. We've been watching some... Uh, it, we've been watching some fantastic movies, so you should go listen to that. And he, we're trying something new here on Hit Point Pals, um, sort of focusing on 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 a on a like a more 
Uh, <laughs> 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 just opening it up for for discussion about uh, things that aren't necessarily strictly video games, but still from the perspective of people who play video games. So that's why we came up with this this hopefully fun new format patch notes where we sort of uh, we, we sort of rewrite some things that we want to talk about in the news as though they are patch notes. Because what is the world if not a video game that is constantly getting uh shitty balance changes that we can <laughs> talk about like you know right. the, the devs are our government and all of that good stuff and if you're uh, anything like me you know you listen to the news and you're like what do gamers think of this so right we're trying to yeah. provide that vital perspective trying to, to fill a void that needs a lot of a niche market yeah not really like if we're being honest, I think most video game podcasts talk more about the real world than literally about video games is what I've come to realize. <laughs> yeah. So we're just at this point, we're just falling in line. But I think it'll be really fun. And um, sort of in the spirit of the old Hit Point Pals, we're, we're just leaving the second half of these episodes open for discussion about, you know, games we're playing, uh, media we've been consuming, whatever people want to talk about. And so with that, I'm going to hand it over to Rebecca who has something that I don't I don't know how to say this. So I'm just going to let you say it. Um when, yeah, when I was on Twitter last night just kind of mindlessly scrolling, I came across what I found to be the TikTokers and it was just some person um there like at is Charlotte Abatsi or something like that. I don't know how to say the last name. That's but um they were compiling you know, quality TikToks and putting them together in sort of like a film awards format um, for like, you know, best picture, best screenplay, best foreign film, best um, like actor. Um, my personal favorite is a, is a is a nominee for best actor. Um, and it's this person standing on a bus pretending to be like a really 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 angry sixth grade teacher talking about the volume on the bus um and it just like threw me right back into like field trip mode with my seventh grade <laughs> teacher mrs lancaster whose name is also tammy by the way the other teacher on the bus was named tammy and i just like fucking cackled um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It just like I, I laughed so hard and I watched the video like five times just like cackling. And then I had to send it to all of my friends that I knew in middle school who also experienced Miss Tammy Lancaster being really upset about the volume on the bus. We can find that and tweet it from the Hit Point Pals Twitter for anybody interested yes, in watching it. Everyone needs to watch this. I'm sure you <laughs> will remember a time when you were a disruptive student on a bus and you were thoroughly angry at your like ridiculous teacher having a hissy fit over the volume. I like to think about those things happening to me as a kid and my perspective on it when i was like 13 versus imagining mm. people who are not much older than i am now and i'm trying to imagine myself ever talking like that to anybody in any situation and it just like it paints all of my experience in school is just so fucking comical it's just like who are you like who do you think you are like why are you talking like that and like, how long does it take for your brain to get warped enough to where this is just how you talk when you get mad? Like, is this something you learn in teacher school? 
is how to like <laughs> do these like insufferable lectures about like the volume level on the school bus. I had um, in elementary school, we were like in these weird wings that were all originally used to be just like one large classroom that then they ended up dividing into three smaller classrooms. I don't know. It doesn't really make any sense. But um, Mrs. Weber, who was in the center unit, she had one of those traffic light volume um, indicators. And if we were being too loud in like the school lunch cafeteria, which was the gym during lunchtime, she would bring the um, the, the light indicator and like put it up in the gym and to like monitor like you know like the whole fucking school that we're, we're all just like sitting at these tables like eating lunch but apparently we were too loud and we had to like you know we couldn't get above a yellow otherwise we would have to stay in from recess the whole school how did they do that what? why was that okay I don't know <laughs> so dystopian but also sounds know, like something right? that would happen I just remember as I got when I was like a smaller elementary school person being like very distraught because I wanted to go outside. And then as I got older, I just like thought it was stupider and stupider. Um, what going outside? No, the whole like <laughs> the the light for the volume. Oh, the light, meter. Yeah. I just thought that was really dumb. And by the time I was like a fourth grader, I didn't care. But um, I'm trying to imagine elementary schoolers eating and talking in like hushed tones. Right. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just want to silence us and our ideas. <laughs> did, 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 like, did any of you have, like, ridiculous teachers like that? Oh, definitely. I had ridiculous teachers in the sense of, like, they probably shouldn't be teaching a first grade <laughs> class. <laughs> like, I had this really bad memory. Like, I was in a bilingual class. And I just want to say right now, I don't know how to speak Spanish. <laughs> and like that class was meant for like specifically kids who are bilingual, you know, mm -hmm. which totally makes sense. It's like they're trying to learn how to, you know, speak English and then um like you know, uh Spanish is their first language. I I only knew how to speak English and they just put me in this class because You're brown? <laughs> I don't know. I I I kind of looked pretty brown when I was little cuz I mean I am Mexican. But um it like I just remember like this this teacher, this fucking, I don't, I don't know what she, called, um, she, she like pulled my hair literally one time oh, when wow. I was like, when I like got something wrong, she just like hated me for some reason. I didn't oh know gosh. it was wrong. Well, yeah, cause <laughs> like, like you're a kid, you don't know that stuff. Yeah. Gosh. Wow. So then like, I think back on it, I'm like, hmm. She was like, this fake brown kid doesn't even speak Spanish. I'm just going <laughs> to pull his yeah, fucking yeah, hair out of him. This fake hair. brown kid. You little wow. poser, what are you doing in this classroom? <laughs> Throwing shit at me. Whoa. Like she's like getting the class riled up against me. She's like, Alright, attack. No, um <laughs> Dude, I just have so like I have like weird but then I also have good memories too. Like, um I had a fifth grade elementary school teacher, she was Australian, has nothing to do with the conversation, but um I'm just saying like she's really cool and she had a lot of cool stories Australian. to tell us and it's cool. Um like I remember in fifth grade, uh, she would give she gave she had this currency system where she would give us like money monopoly money oh. if not real money but she if would give we us like some did, golden dollars yeah um, she she would give us like uh, nice uh, good things like uh, monopoly money and stuff whenever we would do uh, you know a good deed like say 
hello to some, or not hello but like um <laughs> you know thank you and like do normal you know politeness um, kind deeds and stuff politeness like wiping and, down the i don't know the overhead projector during recess yeah probably no she didn't make us do that but um at the end of the week she would um if you had enough money and stuff she would go and buy you like S- subway starbucks oh, and wow. stuff. Oh, wow. like straight up with all of her cash and um and she was a straight up like she was the coolest teacher ever like I just remember playing Halo 3 in a classroom. What grade was this This again? is a rated M game. Wow. Like, this is not for, for not for fifth graders, but <laughs> I don't think she, like, knew at all or cared. She's just like, oh, it's a video game. Like, well, like, yeah. But, like, she let us play Halo in class one day, and... Would you um, just, like, we, like bring in your played. Xbox? Yeah, um, me and my buddy brought in our Xboxes, and there was two of them, and we were playing on the projector and, like, a small screen. We were playing against <laughs> each other and stuff. It was so cool. And that is pretty fun. I, I, yeah, so like, I've had some cool things happen in military school. Some not so cool things. But that, that whole time period, which I think we could all relate to, is just kind of like, it's just weird. They're like weird memories of a small version of you. And it, it's just like, I don't know. But I was a fat little Mexican kid during that time, so <laughs> it was very different. Uh I don't, okay, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know if the I don't know how the economics of this worked, but from third through fifth grade, our teachers shared this like economy where they would give us monopoly money, like you know for the same for the same reasons as in your story, Caleb. Mm-hmm. And then they would like take our money if we if we said the if we said the um words or the like words. Because they were trying what? to get us to talk better. Mm, but then no. here, here's the part I'm trying to remember how mm. this works. Once a month, there was something called, uh, I, I believe it was called Business Day. And we would just go to the <laughs> gym and everyone would bring all these arts and crafts that they had made. And you would price them and then you would like buy them from each other with the money. But oh I'm trying gosh. to figure out, like, this doesn't seem like a viable economic system because you're, <laughs> you have to put in the labor to make your own things. But then you're using... But then you're like giving the money to other people that you got from doing good deeds. Does this like does this work? Does this pan out? I can't figure it out. Maybe this is just a general lesson to try to teach kids that like money is just a construct. It's I like guess you, you think I feel like you it worked. wasn't that deep. No, probably not. But no, you, know. <laughs> you, you probably, think you right, just for give this. money for fucking just doing good things or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Just a and that cool was the thing end of the to question. do, and to like make arts and crafts and like trade them. But you wouldn't like, actually get anything out of it because you'd have to turn in the money at the end of the year anyway. I remember we would mm. have. Mm. I think they were they were it was like you know the classroom economy, and you'd have like store day where you would like get to you know like bring snacks. Um, we'd like bring popcorn that you'd actually have to spend real money on in the real world with your mom. I remember. <laughs> My friend and I, we made Italian sodas. Oh, oh wow! Everybody, Fancy. that sounds fun. And people loved that. that. We made so much money. Um, and we also could use that money to buy things from the teacher, from like the goodie mm. basket, some like I don't know, licorice, some red vines, some like little mini candy bars. So you know, to like a fourth grader, that was amazing. But. 
on like a See, we, large. We didn't scale. have anything like that. We all of our money was for business days, so it was like if the stock market opened, but only <laughs> once a month. So everyone just had to like hoard all their money for business day. Weird. Your story, Rebecca, reminded me of this thing that happened to me when I was in, I want to say first grade. Uh, it must have been like right at the beginning or right at the end of the year. They were like, oh, we'll do a little farmer's market in our classroom. And I, I went to a really tiny school through up through second grade. And like, I don't know if everybody had a garden or like how this worked, but I know like my dad and I were, had a garden. And so like I brought like a bunch of little cherry tomatoes to sell and people brought, you know, green beans and whatever, you know. And this one kid who's like a dumbass just forgot to bring stuff that day. And they're just like, fuck, man, like, what are we going to have this kid do? Like, he's just going to sit there and like watch the other kids salsa. And so they ended up just making popcorn and being like, all right, kid, you're like, you're selling popcorn today. Like, good job. <laughs> and he was sitting next to this girl who was selling green beans. And, you know, obviously we're all kids like, mm-hmm. fucking, I want some popcorn. Yeah. Like, we all bought a bunch of popcorn because, of course, we did. And I guess nobody bought any green beans because it was right next to the popcorn. And I just like have a really specific memory of this girl like crying because no one bought a single green bean. And then like everybody like running over to the table being like, no, we're sorry. We'll buy it now. But it was like way too late. She's already sad about it. You made your bed. Yeah. (laughs) Now you just have to watch her cry. And green some mean beans. person's like, who wants to buy green beans? Just <laughs> I got a bunch of green beans here. <laughs> hey kid, you want some magic beans? <laughs> <laughs> she probably should have marketed them as magic beans. That's just yeah, a market. Yeah. Like yeah, she should have seen like this kid's just eating my fucking lunch with this popcorn. Well, maybe that was a good lesson in uh, I don't know, supply and demand. <laughs> Mostly demand, I think. Like, the supply wasn't Nobody the issue. Nobody wants fucking green beans. I was just trying to, like, throw out, like, an economic term. Maybe I a, don't know. a better analogy would be, like, a subsidy. Where, like, mm. the government, who is the teachers, like, gives you an edge mm-hmm. somehow in that they give you popcorn, which is this thing people want more than green beans. Yeah, I can see it. Or they make you want it. I don't know. Yeah. Makes sense. There's all kinds of lessons. And then the kids that eat green beans end up being, like, capitalist. ripped. Uh, I was going to say if you're not seven years old, but... Oh. <laughs> I guess that too. <laughs> I think all of these events were just done in order to indoctrinate us. I think the, like, so. Capitalism yeah. Like, what if they had been all about mutual aid? We like, yeah. could, totally could have learned how to, like, be, you know, anarchists. And we really should have learned how to seize the means of production. Yeah. <laughs> Should have been doing like weapons training and like, you know, how to respond to riot cops and mm-hmm. what to do when you're in a kettle. Protracted and... pre- peasants' wars. Mm-hmm. How to make Omerat. an IED. Yeah. Oh. Great stuff. <laughs> Instead, you're like seven years old. Like, oh, I don't know how to do math, but check this out. You put together a makeshift bomb. <laughs> you're like, ah, comrade. Yeah, going to seize the means of production. Memorize revolutionary <laughs> sayings. Uh-huh. Toss them out at your friends. <laughs> yeah. So I want to ask what games people have been playing, but should I? Because I know Caleb, you've been playing a game at least. But um, mm-hmm. but Howell, should at I least? first ask you about Jet Set Radio fan movement? Ooh, definitely. Yo. So last night, I was scrolling through the Reddit's as I do. <laughs> oh wait, I had I had a really good segue for this but you had a, you had a good bit I, I had a good bit <laughs> oh god 
Did you forget it? No, I just realized it doesn't work anymore, but I could try it oh. anyway. <laughs> okay, well, go ahead. So I've been playing a lot of Persona 5 lately, and I've gotten mm-hmm. so stuck at Persona 5 that I'm now stuck at Persona 3. Oh no. You went back? I went back in time. I bought Persona 3 and now I'm stuck in Persona 3. But um, the thing about the Persona games is that um, your main character, they, and like your party members, they have like a representation of themselves in this thing called a Persona. And like that's a very common thing in like various communities. And so. Is it? Do I have a Persona? Where it's like you would like do a drawing of yourself and be like, oh, that's your Persona, you know? Only hmm, characterized. Not, not really. Like your, like your fursona. I didn't want to give that no. example, but yes. <laughs> okay. Sure. <laughs> Which segues into, I was on Reddit last night, and there is a Jet Set Radio Sona challenge where there's a very devoted group of people who have actually made this really cool fan animation that we'll have to retweet later, where it's essentially called the arms, seeing how the Jet Set Radio copyright is expiring in the next couple years and so a lot of like fans have just been doing these really cool stylized drawings of themselves to urge sega into making a new jet set radio game i'm all for it i'm locked in a room for the rest of the school year i'm definitely going to be drawing myself in a stylized jet set radio future kind of way wait so the license is just like up for grabs oh no time to learn about copyright laws I thought copyright laws Jet. lasted for like a hundred years. Yeah, they, they do oh, yeah, and they Disney. keep like going on they keep extending them because Yeah, and then Mickey you Mouse. extend them if you have enough money. Oh god. Well, like, how does this happen with a video game? Yeah, no, I mean yeah, like maybe it's, it's, it's just an IP they don't really care for, so Oh, okay. Yeah, they're they're probably like, oh, this doesn't make us any money. Let's just kinda like bid it off. Someone wants to buy it. It's funny because like the only experience I've had with Jet Set Radio is playing the demo of it like 600 times. Hell yeah. What is Jet Set Radio for those who don't know? Ooh, so the Jet Set Radio c- series is based upon a fictional town called Tokyo Toe. Tokyo Toe? <laughs> Tokyo Toe. Tokyo Toe. Right. Tokyo Dash T.O. And uh, it's got really like underground music and it's about this group of Rudy's called the GG's and they go around uh, tagging up the streets <laughs> on rollerblades f- on rollerblades yeah. nonetheless it's super fun um, the most recent game was Jet Set Radio Future which uh, came out in 2002 so the it, yeah it's been it reminds me like so so to visualize it think of like Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 Throw in the art style of the gorillas and then put it in Tokyo, and yes. that's what you got essentially. And there's a lot more like spray paint. Well, yeah, I mean, there's already spray paint in Tony Hawk, so it's like, ooh, that's already given. If you played it, you wouldn't know that. <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> Freaking idiot. God. <laughs> Just kidding. I learned about rollerblades, not, not skateboards. <laughs> <laughs> But like, yeah, like I said, I've, I've only, my only experience with Jet Set Radio is just playing the demo on this like Xbox, like, uh, it was like the original Xbox like demo disc. You guys remember those? Oh yeah. Oh, I remember those. Mm-hmm. And there, it was like Jet Set Radio and it had like, what was it? Voodoo? Is that what it was called? 
Voodoo Vince. That's what it was. It was Voodoo Vince and Jet Set Radio. And like, I, I remember liking playing Jet Set Radio a lot, but I just like, <laughs> every time I would play it, I'd be like, oh, this is awesome. And then I'd just like forget about it and play something else. <laughs> it's just the demo, you know? It's like, so. The full game but, was awesome. Um, you eventually. No, I believe you it. You fight it's this guy who my, like becomes a god and then some weird psychedelic track plays while you're in like some weird mind realm and you destroy this guy dude the the era that game came out was so weird too because like um games like do you guys remember the game fusion frenzy oh hell yeah it, it was essentially like um it was, it was like a four-player co-op game it was like mario party before where, teens uh, i wouldn't say necessarily mario party well i mean it was just full of like a, a bunch of like extreme like sports type things like um, you, you get like put in a cage match where there's like a bunch of like, uh, you're like controlling like a ball and you have to be on the platform and you have to be the last one standing on it. And then it's like a bunch of like extreme sports mini games, um, for four players and stuff. Um, and there was like, there was one specific one that I loved. It was like a water raft one. Um, I would always play it. That was also on a demo that I had. <laughs> I take it I you did get full games young. back in the day, Caleb. No. My first game that I played, this kind of off topic, but it was Halo Combat Evolved. Good game. <laughs> it scared the shit out of me, but then that's mm -hmm. what created my love for, like, um, you know, alien and sci-fi stuff. But anyways, yeah. Gotta love Fusion Frenzy, rats. great. Jet Set Radio, probably great. I don't know. I've only played the demo. Was there more to the, to the Jet Set Radio story, Hello? Um, I think that was mostly it. Uh, just the biggest point. I'm very excited. I'm excited. Um, the... Somebody actually made a whole album of music in the style of the old games. Oh, that's cool. So, like, that's super cool. Um, the the video they released, it was actually... So, there's a fan-made Jet Set Radio live website that actually just plays music from the old games. And they were hyping up this event where it's, like, hashtag future, hashtag now. And there was, like, a, a, a countdown. And when it finally finished out, um, the website for like Jet Set Radio Live, um, it cut to somebody's Twitch stream and they're like, oh, hey, like we've been really trying to hype this up with like the hashtag future hashtag now, um, hashtags on Twitter. And then like it cuts to black. The streamer sounds like they're getting beat up. And then it cuts to this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It cuts to this shot of him like tied up in his chair, passed out. Oh, no. <laughs> and then it, um, it goes into this really like, cool animation where um so like the the radio broadcast host of the original games was dj professor k it's like his daughter and she's like hey like there's these these new group of like thugs out there like spraying up the streets like a dad i hope you're doing good out there and like it's it's just really well done definitely have to retweet it later but yeah, God, I hate it when there's a new group of thugs out there. Yeah, and they just wow. hang out the streets like they own the place. That, that'd be sick if thugs were like that. There were just like kids on rollerblades, just like tagging up cool art, wearing cool like, clothes, hey, you pesky and, like, kids. wacky headphones. Exactly. <laughs> I would love, like, dude, that's what I'm like. I'd cyber, join that's game. Cyberpunk. I would shit. join this. <laughs> I would. Get I, I would join it too. Game. Just the rollerblading gang causing, uh, I don't know, havoc, tagging up the streets. Yeah, if there's still pavement everywhere when, you know, this country ends due to COVID, look, oh. be on the lookout for our, uh, our hip-hop rollerblading gang. Hit point rollerblading pals. That's right. Before <laughs> COVID 
hit the fan. Um, Jessica and I were talking about wanting to get some rollerblades and yeah. to go rollerblading around Portland. Yeah, I had a coworker when I worked at the grocery Dude. store who would rollerblade to work. <laughs> Wow. That sounds awesome. He's like grinding the rails on his way to work. Hell yeah. yeah it was cool. Uh-huh. <clears throat> a lot of respect. So just they, like, just, they just roll in and like pop off their rollerblades <laughs> and suit up and like get in their apron and go work at the fish counter and then you know, <laughs> we would get out. I wish they could wear their rollerblades at work. And I know. Just like rollerblades. Probably around. in any other department they could have, but just because it would be so wet behind the fish counter oh, all yeah. the time, they'd probably and fall. And then your like rollerblades would smell like fish. And you're also like holding knives most of the time. So. But imagine <laughs> if you were like a Sonic employee. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I just see people at work. Sonic every so often. Wearing their roller skates. Oh, you do? I forgot I mean, that I was a. I forgot that happened. I haven't been to Sonic in years, but I mean, I feel Maybe like maybe we I... can go to Sonic while the world is shut down. Yeah, honestly, like if I were to like rollerblade around, I I have to like go all out with it, you know. Like I can't just like wear casual clothing and then rollerblades, you know. I have to I have to go all out. Got to get the knee pads, the elbow pads, the helmet, the oh, yeah, really wacky goggles. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta wear like a cool. I don't know. I'm just like imagining like a real good like 80s workout gear. Like you yeah, gotta yeah, wear your exactly. leotard and your tights, Strap but like on a your high pack. cut leotard with Hell like yeah. the the leg holes that like go up past your belly button. Yeah. And I could only talk like an anime character. That's it. But it's like only when I'm wearing this stuff. It's like, hey, you better watch out. And then I'm like rolling down the street going really fucking fast. Whoa. And then I get hit by a car and I'm like, why was I doing this? You get hit by a car. You're like, watch where you're going. I'm like, oh, my spleen. got hurt. I think I have internal bleeding. I die. It's like my fucking last words. <laughs> <laughs> okay, real quick, maybe you guys can help me identify what this is. I remember Cam when you said your co- your coworker at the grocery store had come to work in rollerblades. Um, I have a coworker who who sometimes is seen zooming around the office on like like a motorized board. Um, it would, like a so it's like a maybe is it is that what we call holy them holy shit so it's so. like a, oh you mean the the the, the two wheels on both yeah, it has sides two wheels and, like, oh, and it's like it's like the go. perpendicular version of a skateboard right oh. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. that's that's what that's called a little hoverboard okay mm-hmm. yeah. i didn't know they were banned from my campus same but there Remember was the a guy home? who was on he was like on a one wheel version of those and he wore what? a really really mm-hmm. long coat and he Ooh. would vape and he had like oh, the, really, like, the really, this really is, like, loud, the coolest like, guy in the world. Vapes, and I'm he just would just like, like blow like, these like fat clouds yeah. while he was like zooming on his like one wheel hoverboard. He was actually the reason that uh, they got banned because he was having way too much sex and it was like causing problems. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, the dean's wife cheated like on him like or stuck something. in 2000. Like, remember, he sounds like he's stuck in like 2005, like when the. Or when did the Matrix come out? Um, <laughs> yeah, he 1999. He wasn't that dorky. Like, he just had, like, a long coat. No, he's really cool. We've established this. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you said, like, a, a long, like, trench coat. Like a like a black leather trench coat. Did you ever coat. say that? No, he just had a long coat. I, I just remember it was okay, pillow okay. behind I, him I, as I he would, like, <laughs> zoom through campus. Like, clouds. I think when he said long coat, my brain just I think it was, like, a peacoat or something like that. It wasn't, like, a... 
Okay, was, that makes sense then. Yeah. The only way I could see this being funnier is if he was wearing like a like a long Victorian coat and a top hat and smoking a tobacco pipe. Uh-huh. Like that a really would be big, a really good look. That's like a, a really look. like a steam steampunk without the without like steampunk, I guess. Really just Victorian fashion. Uh-huh. But on your hoverboard and His powdered wig. Oh yeah, that would be like, good too. Oh, I say. Yeah, I Watch don't know. where you're going. But yeah, he but and it was like strawberry vape. So it was like this super fruity like <laughs> You'd smell strawberries, you're like, it's him. It's him. Yeah. Just have like a Pavlovian reaction and get really horny. <laughs> but I just remember it's like strawberry all, boy. Of the, all of the athletes had their hoverboards and then they were like, No, you can't have them. And this would happen like my sophomore year, and then I like senior year I'd still see him like zooming around on the same no, thing. The I, athletes wanted to get laid I totally like him. I remember that though. Yeah, they did. They wanted right. to be just as cool they as this guy. Like, like, who's yeah. this guy who's like picking up all the chicks? But it was when really CBC, the one wheel the hoverboard and the mm-hmm. vape. Like that was what was I mean, it sounds like it's the whole ensemble. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when the hoverboards were exploding and people were terrified. I remember that. They were too. Like, what is everything we were that's like, we new don't want these around because they're exploding. You can't take them on airports because they're catching they, on fire. They might explode yeah. on the airplanes. I don't know why that was happening. I assume it has stopped at this point. I, I think so. it was like an issue with the battery. <laughs> right. They still explode. It's just oh, random. No. Like, all right, every one in one in one hundred of these are gonna explode. There's a guy sitting in their office with a button. <laughs> it just makes a random one. Explode. Who is it gonna be today? <laughs> Got like the nuclear codes to make all of them go off at once. <gasps> yeah, and there were like there were the MacBooks that were exploding. I feel like if it's your job to make batteries, you should just know how to make a fucking battery. Really, you should. Mm-hmm. It's like it's really a Samsung phones like, too. Yeah, you're one, the one. Was it the Samsung phones I was job. thinking of? I don't know if MacBooks. It was were the ever Samsung exploding. Note. I, I don't, believe. Don't yeah, it was that, 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 that big ass Samsung phone that you could like fold or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it was Samsung bullshit. phones. Like, oh, introducing the new phone Ew, that can fold. Samsung. It folds and it also catches on fire. <laughs> it explodes, but it meant it means to. It's like, like uh, what oh, games have people been playing during our time in self isolation? <laughs> Caleb, would you like to go first? God damn it! I was trying not to go first. Okay, someone um, else can go first. No, 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 no! You said you said it. I'm first. <laughs> it's go, go, my go, turn. Go. Okay. Um. I played a lot of games um, in the past like five days. Um, They're all Resident but Evil, but a lot of them, or a lot of the hours that I've dumped into was uh, Resident Evil Two. Um, first, I was I was playing a little bit of Frostpunk before I got into the, my whole isolation thing. I'm really glad you um, played Frostpunk. No, I'm I'm planning on once I'm I'm completely do my fourth playthrough of Resident Evil Two. Um, I'm I'm gonna play through Frostpunk like four more times because I love it. But um, yeah, Frostpunk it's basically a steampunk alternate uh, reality where the whole world in like the early 1900s or something uh, froze over and it, like is basically a new age uh, ice age. Um, so it t- you take place uh, and you hold a like a English uh, British colony and you're supposed to essentially make the last city on earth um so they built this like big old steampunk generator it runs off of coal and so it's a sim type game so you have an entire colony of people that you have to um hold on to and you assign them jobs you build buildings around this generator um the essentials at the start you know is like build uh, finding coal and getting this generator running so it heats up 
people around, building houses for the people so they can have a place to stay and they're not getting sick, etc. But it gets crazier as you progress. Um, like, insanely crazier. Yeah. Um, so, as you, you progress in the game... Do you have examples of, like, how crazy it gets? Oh, yeah, that's what I was just going to oh, touch okay. up on. Um, so, as you progress in the game, you can build, you know, sick... Um, or, sorry, sick hospitals and... Um, sick people houses. <laughs> yeah, sick people houses, essentially, and then, like, food. Um, food houses. So for, like, to give people food soup. And, yeah, <laughs> the soup the houses. Soup house. Um, so, like, once house. you get all the essentials down, sometimes if you get, like, really, like, um, how do you say it, like, desperate with, like, workers and stuff, you can you can make laws in this game like you could establish laws and what um, the workers can do and and stuff like that um so one of the some of the laws are like putting child labor laws into effect making the kids work um if there's not enough people um and then if there is enough people then the kids don't have to work but they'll do like minimal jobs and then later on you can make them do like hard labor jobs and stuff um but you could take certain routes so it's really interesting seeing your game progress. It's all steampunk based and like once you see your city start to like build up, it's really cool. And then you can have scouts go out and look for other people, bring them back to you. And then like there's even one part where I found this like big thing called an automaton. It's like this giant ass robot that just uh, picks up resources for you, moves things around. It's like a um, big friend. Eliminates. What's up? It's like a big friend. <laughs> yeah yeah basically and like it's funny because like if you could say like all right bring it here or like no um dismantle it and like if you tell it to come here like people are like uh what the fuck we don't know what this thing does <laughs> what if it just kills us all uh but then it comes here and then you like assign it jobs but it gets even crazier like um once you progress and um once you find out that essentially um you know there's no other people outside of you where you thought there was going to be a ton of thriving colonies and stuff um people start to lose hope so you get there, you a there path. are people you can find survivors oh yeah survivors i'm just talking about colonies and like cities and stuff yeah. but there's no cities or anything left um so it gives you two paths there's uh like a religious path where it like gives you your uh city and stuff and people inside of it like spirituality moving forward with hope and stuff or you could go the law and um I guess, uh, loyalty route. <laughs> and so, because like people will start to like build up against you, like we should have gone back to London. Why are we here? <laughs> and so I, I decided to go the authoritarian route. I decided to go like the fascist route. I wanted to see what happened. So you can literally build up your town, put flags everywhere. They call you the, the great, uh, leader. And, um, you can put propaganda senders up for your workers. They have to go to, wow. and, and you put like these big old speakers around saying like, Oh, we're doing this all for the great leader. He's giving you this blah, blah, blah. And then it gets crazier. Like you could put up a, uh, execution, oh. <laughs> like wow. public execution. You're place. not kidding when you were like, it gets crazy. <laughs> no, like I was, cause I like, I, I really like messing around with these games and seeing how far it's willing to go. Kind of. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm going to go the, the most, like, sadistic route and see what happens. <laughs> um, fortunately, you could do that because it's a video game, like, you know. But, um, yeah, it gets really real crazy. Life. Exactly. But in the end, everyone got mad at me. There was not enough food for everyone. There was not enough heat. 
everyone was like dying so they just publicly executed me on this thing oh, <laughs> wow it was, it was great did you like, enjoy it, it? Was, it was great what's did up? you enjoy your execution yeah they put me they tied me up to the the post and then they blasted me with steam and killed me oh. it was pretty crazy <laughs> damn i was like damn this is awesome but yeah, um, mm -hmm. Frostpunk, if you guys are interested in it at all, I 100% recommend it. I've been having so much fun with it. But I then, just looked it up. I can't play it, unfortunately. But No, that's fine. Um, I know I've talked a lot about Frostpunk. I'm going to try to be quick with this, but then Resident Evil 2. I've been streaming that a ton. I'm currently on my fourth playthrough. <laughs> Fucking wow. love it. Um, the, the reason I'm on my fourth playthrough is because there's different scenarios that can happen, which are kind of cool. So you play it through your first scenario as Leon, and you kind of go through the game. Or, or um, Gil. Or Claire. Oh yeah, he's Claire, you, you right? Can, you Wait, can play as Claire remind me the names um, again? as well. Uh, it's Leon, Kennedy, and Claire Redfield. Okay. Gil um, is in a different so game. First playthrough is Leon. That's what I did. And then, um, god damn, this game is pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> like... Um, there's, it's really interesting because you're just in a police station like the whole time just trying to figure out what the fuck's going on, solving puzzles. And, um, you know, this game came out like a year ago, so I know a lot of you are familiar with Mr. X, but for those who aren't, Mr. X is this big, scary, uh, monster that has a trench coat and like a fedora. And he like walks around the entire place trying to find any survivors to kill them because he was created by Umbrella to... Uh, wipe out any evidence and so he's just constantly following you around the map so you hear like footsteps like next to the room you're in and then sometimes he'll just barge into the room you're in and you have to fucking run away <laughs> and so um it's it's really great second playthrough um i played as claire and then did all that stuff and then the story intersects and then it's like really interesting because the third and fourth playthrough are like opposites but you still end the same route um i've absolutely love this game though i've had so much fun with it and if you guys haven't and it, obviously if you can't play it i recommend watching like a, a playthrough of it or something it's really cool the graphics are fucking phenomenal like it's just it really is remarkable how like a a remake of a game can just look this good and how it came out in 1998 and just that's why i love remakes in video games it's like this could happen. This is the outcome that could happen. That's what I 100% enjoy. But that's what I've been doing with my self-isolation. I've been talking a lot. Um, Seems like a good use of self-isolation. Yeah, like yes. just grinding through my Steam library, which I'm sure a couple of you guys are probably doing as well. Um, Anyone else? Any other games that people have been playing to keep busy? Um, I've been playing a lot of The Sims because I have my little perfect fantasy world where I'll make a lot of money making art and Fuck it's yeah. all wonderful. And I have my cute little like house in the magic land, my little garden of magic plants. Um, it's very fun. Very, very soothing. Um, uh, what what Sims is it that you're playing right now? The Sims 4. Sims 4? Yeah. I've never played that one. I've only played like one, two and a kind of three. Yeah, I've played a little bit of two, and then mostly I've just played four more recently. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, it's been great. Um, I've also been daydreaming about playing a lot of Dungeons and Dragons. <coughs> I sort of like got back into Critical Role because I started nannying like a four month old baby, and oh. um, so I've just been listening to a lot of podcasts and Critical Role mostly 
while I've been like watching this like squishy baby because you can't really play with a baby oh. that can't hold up its head. You just kind of have to like look <laughs> at it and wave toys in front of its face. <laughs> squishy baby. But it can't and hold up its like, head? Feed it. Yeah, that is, it can't hold up its head. Oh, oh I mean, that's sometimes weird. you do Can tummy you time it? and he just sort of like sits on his stomach for like 10 minutes. <laughs> he just like can't move. Like, it just seems like the most boring thing ever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever. I'm supposed to do like 10 minutes of tummy time after I eat. Whatever. Babies are weird. New moms are weird. Whatever. Um, <laughs> and so I've just been like thinking about all the fun Dungeons and Dragons that I want to do um, and putting together, just like jotting down some like fun adventure ideas or like fun character ideas that I like want to explore. This coming weekend, we were supposed to have a really, really big, epic D&D weekend with like my old college friends and Cam was supposed to be there and um, our old forever DM was coming down from Seattle or uh, I think he's in Seattle Seattle area um, and that has now been just like moved to the interwebs over discord and roll 20 probably um, much to our all of our disappointment but one of our players is a nurse and so he's going to be in you know, close contact with people who have the virus and to keep us all safe, you know, we decided to like, I know, grumble, grumble, feel bad about it, but I don't know. No, no, that's, that's like, that's smart, but like, he, we appreciate him, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Ian's doing, doing the Lord's work. Um, It's actually been fun because we just sort of like got into like some role playing in our group chat which has been fun to see people sort of just like picking up like this, like sort of like storyline and sort of embellishing it with their own ideas and sort of like talking about their characters just to like kind of like get into the mood for Saturday. And I'm Cam hasn't written yours yet. Have you? No, I've been at work all day. Do you have any ideas? I have no idea whatsoever, Oh, okay. but I'm, I've been thinking about it. I'm sure something will come to me. Uh-huh. Yeah. I just have a little bit of, to add to that. We're actually not going to play Dungeons and Dragons. We're going to be playing a game called Ironsworn. I thought we is, were going to do like a several games. I mean, maybe we will. I don't oh, know. Okay. It's what we said last time. We only ended up playing D&D. <laughs> um, but anyways, Ironsworn is uh, a Powered by the Apocalypse game, which is just a, a dice system that you can use to make your own role-playing games. Uh, I just read over the rule book last weekend. It looks really cool. I've not played any of it yet, but I will tell you all how it goes once we do. I'm pretty yeah, excited about it. It's, it sounds like a fun system. Yeah, if we do mostly focus on Powered by the Apocalypse, I really want to do the Lady Blackbird one. That seems super cool. And then there's also one that I want to... I don't remember what the game is called, but you're just like a bunch of lesbians trying to kiss each other. <laughs> Um, nice. And I thought that would be so much fun. And like the point of the game is to like go in for the kiss, and that's how like that's uh-huh. what you're supposed to be doing for. And there's like a whole bunch of ways you can like prevent that from happening. And it's all like based on like consent and like good <laughs> sort of like kink rules. But you just still have to like. Oh, I just I feel like that would be so much fun to like play at this table with like mostly boys. That to, would be pretty funny to, mm-hmm. to do this like lesbian kissing game. But I, I don't think we're gonna get there. But that's something that i really want to play at some point um you have to like roll to see if you succeed i think so yeah and you have to like talk about like the various um sort of like 
the situation and like how you're gonna go in for this kiss. That's so <laughs> wholesome. I know, right? <laughs> I think it's very, very wholesome and fun. And it's like not like creepy and and gross and predatory. It's all very like based on this idea of like consent and like that sort of thing. Um, Everybody has their naked lady lesbian cards. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You got those on me at all times. Okay. Great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also discussed potentially playing, I think, Dungeons and Dragons, but some role-playing game as a podcast yeah. at some point. So be on the lookout for that. We hope to get that done at some point. Yeah. yeah. We'll see if we cyberpunk. can coordinate something. I don't know. We could do we cyberpunk. Do, but... We could do anything. Cyberpunk actually, like the board oh, game, yeah. though, like actually, because it's basically just like a a futuristic Dungeons and Dragons, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like, so I'd actually be down, but like, no, obviously it's up to you guys, not just me, but. And there's, there is a cyber, it's not cyberpunk, it's steampunk. I, I'm going to be Johnny. I can't Steam. remember what you said, <laughs> Caleb. Steampunk? You said steampunk. Okay. Yeah. So there is a steampunk D&D sort of setting that they have published. Do you remember what it's called? Oh, Eberron? Eberron. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like magical steampunk mm-hmm. dude i i love uh steampunk and cyberpunk setting so much like um when i think of st- uh steampunk in terms of like futuristic i always resort to like treasure planet that's kind of like where i think of yeah and steampunk cool. and like that i think like a, a setting in that kind of universe would be so cool for like a dungeons and dragons type thing so i'm always on board for that cool cool we can look into always. it yeah yeah, we can play Treasure Planet, the role-playing game or whatever. Heck um, yeah. I want to be... Wait, what's, what's the main character's name? Uh, oh, God. Um, Jim? Is his name yes, Jim? Yes, Jim. It's Jim. It's Jim. Jim something. It what is actually it? Jim. Because I just remember... Um, what's his name? I, re- I remember the guy with the robot arm saying Jimbo. <laughs> Jim Hawkins. Yeah, Jim Hawkins. No, yeah, there's the, the robot, the robot and then arm. there's... Um, uh what's the blob's name again uh it's not i'm mad that i can't remember because he's from treasure island it's the same character i can't morph I can't... yeah the, so the blob yeah the little, <laughs> but, the, blob. but the but the guy the the bad guy who's not really a bad guy he's more like an anti-hero the pirate yeah the pirate um i forgot his name god damn okay, it well we can figure it I, out i love later. this movie but i forget every character's name <laughs> Yeah, I want to play the Muppet like, Treasure Island role-playing game. Who's the main game? character? Yeah. <laughs> well, do you have any games that you wanted to mention? Um, I mean, I think I kind of mentioned earlier that I was playing Persona 5 uh, and Persona 3. Yeah. I'm mainly playing most... Uh, well, I'm playing Persona 3 because I hear it's one of the best ones in the series. I'm trying to beat Persona 5 before Persona 5 Royal comes out at the end of this month. Um, but for oh, the shit. most part, I'm using it as social interaction because <laughs> that's like the bulk Wait, of this the game. This isn't an online game, nope, right? It is not. <laughs> just so you're having social interaction with the NPCs. I'm building up my social links. I don't think that counts. It totally but that's doesn't. Fine. But it's, that's totally fine. It's a good narrative, and that's what matters. <laughs> I mean, what else are we to do in these trials? Precisely. Times? Uh, John Silver, played by Brian Murray. And Jim Hawkins, played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, I always forget that Jim... I I, I knew that uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt played it. It was just, yeah. like, super young when he yeah. played that character. That's really cool. 
and Tony J is the narrator. I don't remember that movie having a narrator. <laughs> anyway, uh, the only game that I have really been playing was uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. I got to the end of that game after getting through, or after just kind of slowly working my way towards the end. Uh, the past several months. Um, mm-hmm. So it was. I think the the extra time at home helped a little bit, but I was going to get to the end soon, no matter what. I do still have the epilogue ahead of me, which I've read is like ten hours, and I'm really oh. excited for the epilogue because. It's really I, um, good. Well, yeah, I mean, the epilogue in Red Dead 1, which, like, there's not, it's not called an epilogue in Red Dead 1, but there's a long stretch of the game that happens, like, after the main action that's, like, it feels like an epilogue to me, and that's my favorite part of that game, where you're just sort of taking care of your family and adjusting to your new life and uh, taking care of the, the cows, um, uh, wrangling the cows and stuff, and just taking care of your son and teaching him how to do stuff, and that seems to be what the epilogue is in red dead 2 as well so that's that's really good um like hearing your like input on red dead is something i've been waiting for such a long time why (laughs) because i remember like before you're like you told me you never played red dead and i was like dude you have to play them both now (laughs) and then like later on you're like okay i got it running on my computer and then you ended up getting like that red red dead for like the 360 right yeah, like, yeah, I got it. Yeah. I, I bought a three sixty, and then you played that, and then I was just like, yes, because like Red Dead Redemption one and two are like one of my all time favorite games, and just like you playing, you playing through, and I, me getting to hear what you think about the game, ah, so good, so good. Okay, well, what so. I was most glad about was I expected the games to sort of be like Grand Theft Auto because they're they're Rockstar mm-hmm. games and they're this big open world, and it's kind of the same format as Grand Theft Auto, and I don't mm-hmm. really like Grand Theft Auto. Like, I, mm-hmm. I get the appeal, I just don't really like the, the tone and the way that the story plays out. And so, uh, like, I, but the, I feel the complete opposite about Red Dead Redemption, because it's a completely different, uh, like, yeah. thematic approach. It's, it's, like a, it's like a serious take on a story in a, in a big open world, and it's, it's really strong, I think, in the way it, it tells its stories and, and its narrative approach. Um it's the dying west you know and like it not is. very many games make good game or game companies make good games based off of that and like literally when anyone thinks of western games those are the ones that pop up well movies <laughs> too like, they're all about like when the wild west was at its peak and it was this lawless exactly. country and then red dead one and two are both about sort of the the last days of the american wild west and these people who were like gunslingers and outlaws now sort of having to come to terms with the fact that they no longer fit into this world and sometimes it gets a little bit on the nose i think especially towards the end of red dead 2 where there's people who are literally saying lines verbatim like what i just sort of said but it's thematically <laughs> really strong i think and i i think it's it, like it's it's a really interesting like slice of history to look at even if it sort of takes place in this like fictional version of america with made-up states and stuff it's all very reflective of that time period and and in as much as it can be it feels like it's very historically accurate too um so good so good dude also just really (laughs) like also really pretty to look at and i spent a lot of time just using photo mode to take uh like screenshots of environment and stuff to, to like draw later because um we can't go outside because of the coronavirus so you know might as well also it's just a lot prettier in the game than it is in real life so there's that too 
just an added bonus, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I just have a little bit more to get through. Take care of my of my family. <laughs> and I mean, I know it's a prequel, so I know what happens, but it's fine. It's good. It was really fun. Um, I was upset at the, uh, I, I don't want to spoil the ending. I wasn't, I wasn't upset at, I think, what most people would have been upset at. I was upset because my, my horse died, and I was just very Aww. upset about that. Yeah. And there Your was horse. a really sad scene with the horse. Um, I think oh, most, yeah, I, I, think it, I think most people are familiar with how Red Dead 1 and 2 both end, but, um, but yeah, I, so I, like, I knew what was going to happen. I just, I wasn't expecting my horse to die, and I wasn't expecting to be really sad about my horse dying. <laughs> Wait, speaking of horses dying. My horse is, but my horse was named Zergunko, Zergunko, by the way. That was his name. What a yeah. good horse. He was a really good horse. I was level four bonding with my horse. That's the highest level wow. you can have. <laughs> you could, like, pet your horse and groom your horse. and I'm always him and, like, petting my horse. It. When I'm riding around the map, I'm just mashing the pet your horse button <laughs> just the whole time. Just getting all those pets. I did that in Breath of the Mashing Wild a the lot pet too. Horse. Can you pet your horse? In Breath of the Wild? Yeah. Yeah, well, no. like when you tame them, you, mm. you like comfort them and make them like oh, okay. you a little more. Twice yeah, keep but, doing yeah. it, even after they love you. Oh, yeah, that's true. Make sure they actually That's love true. You. Maybe mm -hmm. I'll play some more Breath of the Wild while I'm in quarantine. I've, I've been thinking, like, if I get yeah. laid off, that's probably what I'm going to do. Horse time. time. Suck. Horse time. Um, additionally. <laughs> You've been playing Skyrim. Oh, I have been playing Skyrim. i sorry. I didn't oh, mean no, to you're cut good. You off. Um, no, I'm done. Or Hoel, or whoever you cut off. I don't know anymore. <laughs> um, I, was I was just going to say that uh, this month for PS Plus, uh, Shadow of the Colossus is free. And Ooh. there is a very passionate like not passionate per se but there's a there's a horse relationship in that game and i oh oh okay what? there's like <laughs> calling it a horse relationship you're friends thing. you have a what horse game? again did you say you're a horse and you're you are friends the way you emphasize that too it's it's just about like <laughs> a passionate. it's like it's a you have a deep bond with your horse because it's literally only like player character and horse and these big colossi that you're going out to kill Shadow of the there Colossus is what you said. Okay. Sorry. I was like, <laughs> you wait, what Because like, you can about? also yeah. pet your horse in that game. Um, that was my little tangent. <laughs> Cam, I saw, you, I saw you retweet Portland police to area of Kenton Park report of a male chasing and charging at people with a stick that is larger than a broom. Yeah. Collar so has like armed themselves with their own stick? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. that's like a block from my house. Yeah. What's wow. up with these news articles naming things with like not traditional conventions? Like, yeah, they're just like there's a boulder the size of a big boulder. <laughs> no, this isn't a news service. This is just a Twitter account that like oh, I think okay, someone okay. listens to a police blotter and like tweets the funny things that they so say. <clears throat> there's it's like also a just good object naming convention. Like being armed with machetes in Portland. Yeah. So. When I worked at the real estate company, there was a situation in a house where they had gotten some squatters who were in the basement, and they were armed with machetes, 
and they would not let anybody in to evict them. Oh my god. Nice. And they just had their fucking like machetes. And then they eventually moved and then they were like living underneath the porch. Which I don't know why you would move from like the basement where you're like indoors to then under the porch. But that was like even a bigger problem because they would just like try to like machete the angles of people like walking like up the like (laughs) on top of the porch. Yeah. Just like reach out and like get them with these long knives. I don't know. Very alarming. Very strange. Yeah. Just weird. <laughs> well, I think that's a good well, note yeah. to end on. We've, yeah. we've, we've gone for a while. We can we can wrap this thing up as um I, I was I was like fumbling trying to pull up the motion picture pals outline, but it doesn't seem to have the outro. Oh. So, I guess I can just try to remember it or maybe Candy <laughs> can help me as I go if I mess up, but I think we usually say uh, if, if, uh, if, where is that sentence going? Um, oh, I know. If you like the podcast, head over to, uh, Apple Podcasts, I think it's called now. Um, leave us a review. If we like the review, we'll, we'll read it. Or if the review is well written, I think that's what you came up with, Cam, right? Or if it's poorly written but funny. Yeah, that, yeah, that's true. It doesn't it's have to be. It's an enjoyable well review. Absolutely. Um, shall we do Twitter shout outs? Do you want to do that real quick? You can find yeah. you can find me on Twitter at Adobo Time Cam. I am at Call Cameron. You can find me retweeting news stories and videos of cats. Rebecca, um, you can find me at r underscore Markley. Um, I'm just really angry about politics right now, so there's a lot of soapboxing on my feed. Uh, well, well trust you can me, find me, me on Twitter at your Denny's model. I also am just venting about politics right now absolutely and caleb um yeah you can follow me on twitter at uh caleb i don't even remember what my twitter username is uh warwick underscore 51 (laughs) and then also if you are interested in my streams follow me on my uh uh twitch stream twitter which is yeti the meme or yeti the human um you should find both you can pick up some Um, more uh quarantine subs yeah, oh, yeah for real hopefully <laughs> and give me some you can extra find cash while i'm this podcast jobless. uh yeah no definitely uh you can find this podcast <laughs> on twitter at hit point pals as well as our other podcast motion picture pals and you can find uh both of our podcasts on the web at hitpointpals.com that'll do it for us i hope everyone's been enjoying the new hit point pals format went a bit longer than we had anticipated, but there was a lot to talk about. So uh, we'll be back next week and we'll see you all then. So Bye. see you. Bye. Travis, did you send anyone else the Motion Picture Pals song? Uh, no. There's okay. a Motion song? Picture Pals song? Yeah. That's wholesome. Yeah, he wrote, like, a new theme song. Yeah, I was <gasps> working on it. one for Hit Point Pals today. That's what I spent most of the day doing, but I then I decided that it wasn't the right, like, mood <laughs> yeah, for, that's for a fair. podcast theme. But yeah, so. I like but the, the... The Motion Picture Pals one is ready. No, it turned out really good. I like it a lot.
there's a fun surprise at the end. That's what <laughs> yeah, that's all I'll tell you. Travis told me, and I was happy I listened to the whole thing. Yeah, Ooh. I got, I saw your message, and then I was actually upset because there is like some there is a layer of crackle in there, and I was trying to figure out how you didn't hear it. I mean, I did. I just think it would need okay. to be more crackly. Okay, to be like you know. Trying to do a lo-fi type thing. Exactly. That's what I yeah. said. I was like, you add some crackles, you could it could be a lo-fi hip hop beat to chill, study, relax too. <laughs> I found out Everyone that talks I actually, about lo-fi. Why I actually know a couple Come of, of I don't songs know what's on that and I'm so disappointed in hi-fi myself. Hi-fi is just normal quality. <laughs> <laughs> just reg-fi just like, is where it's at. Yeah. Ooh. One sec, I'm gonna get some more copy. I think we'll save talking about cats for the podcast tomorrow because sounds that's a good. movie. Yeah, that sounds good. Oh, so funny. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Did you you watched it? I want to see the butthole cut. I want to see the butthole cut. So what's the butthole cut? Oh, I didn't. Okay, I'll share it with. I'll share it with. Oh yeah, Hoel, you got We gotta add Hoel to that DM. What's well, up? Hoel? Hoel sent me this last night, didn't he? Yeah, but I mean, or shared this with me. Wait, about the, the butthole cut? Yeah, we can add. Yeah. Did we yeah, separately learn about the butthole cut? I think we yes. separately learned Whoa. about the butthole cut. And Ooh. we, sh- yeah. <laughs> I think I liked it on Twitter. And then whether or not you guys saw it off of that, I don't know. But No, I saw it because of Lindsay Ellis. Because oh, okay. I follow Lindsay Ellis. And she was the yeah. one who was like, let's make this fucking trend. And then I saw it because of that. Should I add Caleb to the DM as well? Just yeah. make this the the Twitter. The Twitter Discord. Twitter pals. <laughs> Yeah, I liked the how I liked the way Will typed phonetically the Yevergone mountain bike. God, I was watching what? that video at my desk and like crying. It was so good. How much money would it take for you to spend a night in the cemetery? Probably see it in the. Oh, can who else see no, the history? No, I can't or does see any history. Only see a blank oh, I can. Uh, it's just blank. It. <laughs> I'm so I wasn't. I wasn't sure. Uh, yeah. I'll just. I'll just resend it real fast. Cool, cool. It's worth seeing. <laughs> what? Just the emojis. <laughs> Oh, it's like my favorite emote. (laughs) (laughs) What is this video? It's so good. (laughs) Rise and Grind Twitter about to be in shambles two weeks into quarantine when they realize productivity isn't a real identity. Oh, (laughs) damn. (laughs) Well, (laughs) just kidding. (laughs) You were just talking about like wanting to like get to bed early and rise and grind. What's up? Yeah. No, that's that's fair though. Like I, I sleep in a lot now, but now that you have no job and no school, happy spring yeah. break. No home, no family. <laughs> Sixteen <laughs> in the middle of Miami. No food. Only beach. No toilet paper. <laughs> I wonder if the liquor oh, store no. is open. Yes, I think they Probably. had to close too for Washington. So in Washington, and now I think as of today in Nevada also, um, they have closed all businesses deemed non-essential. 
Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I think that's probably coming here. I know that happened in the Bay Area, but then uh, cannabis was deemed essential business. Oh, wow. So Ooh. liquor and cannabis, I would imagine, like, it's still going to happen. But I mean, I think it's because there's people with medical cards and, like, realistically, a dispensary yeah, is where you get it. Sense. So then it's like yeah. you can't really close it without affecting people's medical needs. So. So maybe liquor stores won't be open. I hope they will. I hope we'll just cut the bullshit and just, you know, accept just, that people want to drink. Yeah. my At least my, my weed store is open. Right. <laughs> There's it a dispensary like in my small town open. of Prosser. That's good. Don't have to worry, don't worry about the Seattle lines. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are you ready oh, to start again? Yeah, should we yep. come back in? Yes. Sounds good. I'll I'll just do a quick uh I'll just do a quick update for our viewers on on the show and then we'll go into the rest of the stuff. <laughs>